Hello, and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness, and you're tuned in to Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is a singer-songwriter from Wasaga Beach, Ontario. Compared to both Pink and Adele, with the musicality of Florence and the Machine, her thundering vocals combined with heartfelt and emotionally charged lyrics pull from folk, rock, and alternative music. Her introspective thought process, coupled with captivating visual imagery, is captured in her latest six-song release, Water. Along with her pickup band named The Bog Bodies, they debuted at their first Toronto show as part of NXNE in June 2022. Please join me in welcoming the awesome Sydney Riley. Sydney, welcome to Mixing It. Hello, thank you so much for having me. You are quite welcome. I'm really excited to have you on the show. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat. And we are going to dig right in. I talked a little bit about your music being pulled from folk, rock, and alternative genres. How would you personally describe your music? And is there anything that maybe might be unique about it? Well, I'd say that I I grew up with classic rock all around me. So I have a lot of influences, particularly like I write on my acoustic guitar, all of my songs, uh, yeah, pretty exclusively all acoustic guitar is what I write with. So it kind of always ends up with this slight folk, slight rock dynamic going on. And then uh, I'm just constantly inspired by different genres. I, I listen to everything. I listen to anything from like new metal to rap to uh, pop and Taylor Swift and everything in between. So anything that inspires me really, you can kind of hear in my music. And with my band, we <laughs> we have a list of like our, on our set list of, of the songs that we are like, oh, this has so-and-so's vibes. So we'll call it like, oh, it's the Mountain Goat song. It's not that it's by the Mountain Goats, but it it sounds like I wrote a song right after I listened to their whole album or something like that. So you can definitely hear my influences in each song, and I really enjoy spreading through different genres and not limiting myself with just one. And that's really good because I do something similar. Though I am an alt junkie, I love alternative music, and I'm and when I say alternative music, like. Like you mentioned Florence and the Machine in the bio I I read was actually in there, and and she is actually one of my favorites. And I I view her as being a very, like, alternative, vibey type of artist in that band and group. So I can can definitely relate. Definitely relate. Yeah. (laughs) Has your musical journey had a deliberate direction, or did it simply gradually evolve? I think for a long time I started 
playing for people when I was a teenager. Before that, it was just me in my bedroom for six hours a day trying to learn Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff like that. But I started performing when I was around 15, 16. And that just has really helped me grow as a person. And, and it, it was gradual for a while. It was very a slow build for sure. But these past, I would say since COVID hit, I've really started to commit myself to doing this full time and trying to have a band behind me to play the bigger stages. I've always wanted to play with a band, but I was such a shy person in high school. It just never ended up happening. And I was lucky. I, I joined um, a cooperative called the, the Canadian Musicians Cooperative a couple of years ago. And that has really elevated me into meeting all of these different musicians from all sorts of walks of life. And we all come together with our love of music. And that's kind of how I met my band. And yeah, so I guess the past four years has been like to the ground, ready to run, trying to get into this industry because it is it is something you have to fight tooth and nail for. But I am so ready to do it. <laughs> yes, you definitely do have to fight tooth and nail for it. And I love the whole idea of having like a music cooperative that you can pull from and that's really great and I do agree especially individual artists or single artists because I have the same problem a lot of the songs that I release from a studio perspective you know studio musicians and so on and so forth but then you know you go and you play live or you're invited to do a show you need to really have a band with you if you want to play some of the, the bigger stages I can certainly relate to that as well because I go through it myself and I know you and your band have actually been busy so we talked about the show that you recently did tell us about the show yeah so it's north by northeast it's um, a Toronto multi-venue festival that goes on every beginning of the summer and that was actually our first Toronto show ever together as a band and even just me as a solo artist. My band members, they're all amazing solo artists as well, and they have played around Ontario and Canada. But that was the first for me, and it was just amazing. We uh, we played after this really talented girl named and She is just so cool and amazing and I was so eager to meet every single person that we were playing on that stage with because they were all great. We had a band from Vancouver there with us. The venue was called The Bovine. And yeah, it was just an incredible night. So fun. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And I love the fact that you want to meet the other also performing because sometimes, I don't know, this, this has happened to me. Maybe it's happened to you, maybe it hasn't. But sometimes if you're doing, like, big festivals like that, you know, not everybody is willing, if you will, to, you know, want to get to know some of the other artists. I have certainly been in that situation. So I think it's great that you're watching other bands and, and watching other artists perform, and you're so excited by their performances that you, you want to meet them and you want to get to know them because it could potentially open doors for collaboration yeah, purposes, absolutely. you know? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I know <laughs> because I saw some of these pictures and I thought that this was absolutely looked like so much fun. 
you guys, I guess, dressed up in drag for a Pride Month performance. Why don't you tell us about that? (laughs) So we had a friend, uh, a performer going by the name Fura, uh, who reached out to us and they were like, uh, we need someone to open for us. Can, can you guys do it? And we were like, of course. And, um, it ended up being on a Sunday, the day of our Lord. <laughs> and we, uh, we had an all LGBT, um, lineup and it was incredible. Everyone was such a great performer. Like I felt so. <laughs> I was like the most boring one there and we go pretty hard, <laughs> but so we, I thought we would do something special. And, um, the guitarist and the bassist were down for some, some drag. So I fished through my closet and we found some dresses, uh, for them to wear. And I did their makeup. I actually, uh, I went to college for makeup. So it was like a little throwback for me to be gluing down people's eyebrows for <laughs> the first time in like four years. <laughs> And so, yeah, our, uh, the photographer who came there, his name is Stan Sherman, and he got this amazing photo of my guitarist, Jules McCools, and it's like, honestly, such an iconic photo now. I just want to use it for everything. He, <laughs> he's got pigtails in his hair, um, just a gorgeous wing liner going on, and this beautiful plaid skirt and a red crop top, and it is just like chef's kiss, <laughs> like so, so cool and fun and we just had the best time ever there it was great yeah i loved the picture i i absolutely was like oh my gosh this is this is the bomb of a picture so kudos (laughs) to the photographer for doing and you know and to the guys too right you know i think that's great i think it's fantastic that they got so into it that's awesome yeah So this is a great spot to share one of the songs that you brought with you for our audience. Could you tell us a little bit about the song In the Weeds? Absolutely. So In the Weeds, I wrote that when I was dealing with a lot of my own mental illness that I've had forever, and I was trying different medications, and it just wasn't helping. It would make me so numb, and then I just, like, I wasn't sad, but I wasn't happy. And I think that's something a lot of people struggle with when they when they do try to experiment with medication and what works for them. So that's kind of what the whole chorus is about is like, listen, I don't want to be thinking about death all the time. So just like take my heart. I don't want to feel anymore. The numbness is better than the pain. But that's just like one of the little sides that you have to your relationship with medication a lot of the time. So that's sort of the idea of the song, but yeah. All right. Well, I love this song and I'm going to tell you who it reminds me of when we're done listening to it. But <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear that. In the meantime. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think you, I think you'll like my comparison. Here it is. This is In the Weeds by Sydney Riley.
can tell that you're pulling from some of the earlier experiences with you listening to like, you know, classic rock. But I also hear, and, and here's the, the band that I'm actually catching here, um, Evanescence. So I oh, am yeah. hearing it big time. I know you mentioned Pink and Florence and the Machine, but I can definitely hear Amy Lee in your voice as well. And she is one of my absolute favorites. And it was you know, when I was listening to this, and I've also gone and listened to some of your other music because I don't just limit to what you send, but I definitely hear her in a lot of the material that you release, and she's absolutely one of my favorites. Love it. Love it, love it, love well, it. Thank, thank you so much for saying that. I, I, Yeah, that is the compliment of the world. She is such a powerhouse and amazing artist, and wow, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome so much. But, you know, one of the things that I do when I listen to people's music is I actually say, okay, I know everybody says, well, you know, I've been compared to this person or that person or these are some of my influences. But a lot of times I like to listen to music and then pick out, you know, that person, I'm I'm getting this kind of vibe from it. And, you know, it, it's fun for me, too, because I, I, I really like to correlate the voice to who would I compare this to if I was listening to music and yeah, that's who I came up with. So anyway, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. You live on a beach. I sure do. (laughs) Yes. Relaxing and fun. So how has that influenced your music? I don't know. Everything in my life has been related to water in a way. It's so interesting. Like, all the very, very best times I've had have been either by a lake at the beach where I live and all the, my lowest points have also been there. So I think my life just revolves around, around the water and that's 
how I write and that's how I live and everything everything is inspired by that for me. So pulling on that, one of the questions that I do ask all my singer songwriters, you I can tell probably pull from like life experiences, you also pull it from water, nature. I can get that from from the response that you just gave with living by the beach. Songwriting tips or tricks to share based upon those experiences or maybe something uh-huh. that you might have learned from somebody else. What could you share with any budding songwriters? I would say a big thing that I sort of try to do with my strategy with writing is what is the story I'm trying to tell and what does it look like? I think the imagery is so important in every single song and uh, the colors that you see when you're you're sort of diving into this story, whatever it may be, those are things that really inspire me and help me write. So I guess it, it's like, what is the mood? Is like what what is the the beach looking like? Is it a storm? Is it sunny? Is it like overcast and kind of melancholy? That that sort of stuff drives me with my writing and how I want to tell stories. Love that. Love that. And is there anyone that you would maybe like to collaborate with? Goodness. Oh, well, absolutely Florence, 100%. I she is such the coolest person in the world. <laughs> and when I see her even being interviewed, I find her so relatable. I I often struggle with talking, but when I'm singing, I could not be stopped. And it seems like it's that way for her, too. And I, I just relate to that so hard. So definitely Florence Welch. And there's also this band that I've been in love with for like five years. And they, uh, they're called Parents. And uh, the lead singer is uh, Lynn Gunn. And she is just incredible, too. She is an amazing performer as well. I, I saw them when I was, I think, around 19. And they just blew me away. Oh, I'm not familiar with that name, so I will check her out. You said the band was Paris? Paris, um, and then where the A is, it's yes. a V instead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. I will definitely check her out. I always love asking this question because <laughs> a lot of times someone will throw, like, an artist name at me that I'm like, who is that, right? You know, because I don't know who yeah, everybody yeah. is. And so it's great because then I, I get to, like, learn about all these other artists. So it's awesome. Yeah, they're Fantastic. great. For sure. Oh, I'm definitely going to check them out then, definitely. <laughs> this is a great place to take a short break from a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is Chatting with Nat. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on STEM Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network and my guest, Sydney Riley. So, you've been nominated for two Josie Music Awards. Yay! Congratulations. So exciting. Thank you. 
You're welcome. So Pop Artist of the Year, Pop Vocalist of the Year. Tell us about that. Are you going to be in Nashville? Yeah, I am. It's actually funny because uh, my partner and I, we were we're going to be moving to Nova Scotia pretty soon in the Atlantic part of Canada. So we were trying to plan that. And then all of a sudden I got this award and I was like, well, we're going to have to wait till October because these flight prices are going to be crazy from Nova Scotia. So <laughs> we're uh, postponing our moving date <laughs> so that we can go to Nashville and network with all the amazing artists who, who are down there. I'm so excited. Oh, that's awesome. You'll have to hunt me down because I am going to be there. Actually, Sisters in Music, we have a stage, so we will oh be part of JMA. Yeah, we're going to be part of JMA Fest. Sim has also been nominated for an award, and you are in good company with your nominations because I do know some of the prior winners, so I'm looking forward to that. So that's going to be great. Awesome. That's incredible. I can't wait to meet you. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it. I always love it when I get to meet people that we've had on the show because it's really great to put a face with the voice. So I'm excited. Definitely. We'll we'll definitely need to catch up and at least say hi. (laughs) So switching gears again, just a little bit. Why don't you bring everyone up to speed on your recently funded six song EP with a grant. Tell us about that. I'm not familiar with that grant. So I'm Canadian and uh, Factor is a nonprofit organization funded by the government. They assist artists on different things, including like touring funds and marketing and stuff like that. So I received a artist development grant, which uh, gave me some funding to pursue that six song EP. I was probably going to do it anyway, but it's certainly nice to have that buffer money for sure. So I worked with uh, this incredible producer, Michael Jack, who he has produced bands like The Trues. I respect him so much. He's such an incredible guy. And uh, so he had his friend Chris Tomchak play on the album, who is also just an amazing guitar and bass player. He like he, I think he listened to the songs for maybe a minute and he, he could just catch the vibe instantly, come up with a baseline instantly. It was incredible to watch him work. So I'm just so thankful for meeting the two of them. And and my drummer, Brandon, uh, did all the tracks for that as well. And he plays in my live band. So he's awesome, too. He's the best drummer I could ever ask for, really. I hear they have not great reputations for um, <laughs> coming to practice on time, but he is the most prepared one out of all of us, I, I will say that. It's been a, an incredible time to to be recognized from the government that I'm doing something right. <laughs> it's not often that happens. Oh, so. that's... Yes, well, yeah, especially... We won't get into politics. <laughs> but no, I, I... Yeah, you know... But I totally agree with you. I think it's it's fantastic your government provides that and I and I think it's awesome that you were awarded that. So congratulations. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. All right. <laughs> we are on let's see, spot for song number two. Take us through and tell us about Windowside Garden. I love the name of this. Oh, thank you. So um 
I was listening to a lot of Phoebe Bridgers when I wrote this song, and she actually has a song called Garden Song, which I kind of which had my mind in that song for a long time, and I was like, this is so incredible and poetic. I want to write something like this. So I did. <laughs> this is what I mean when the band is like, oh, it's that song. This is the Phoebe Bridgers song that we have. <laughs> so it's about a like a plant perspective on being neglected, but of course you can translate that into a one-sided relationship that, you know, I think a lot of people experience that at least once in their life where they are just so committed to the person and the person could not care less. So that's sort of the idea around Windowside Garden. Fantastic. We are going to play it for everyone. Here it is. This is Windowside Garden by Sydney Wright. But you brought me home just the same Sat me down beside the mirror Three flowers down from the windowpane Breathe. You need to give me water. 
there are multiple artists from any genre, really, um, from Ontario and actually other provinces as well who are coming in and we're putting on a huge show and I'll be playing in the weeds. So I would love it if, if anyone in who was who available and available to come into Canada, I would love it to, to meet someone and uh, connect. Awesome. Where can everyone find you on social media? What's your website? That way they can keep up with all your shows. Yeah, so pretty much all of my handles are at Sydney Riley Music. Um, if you can't find me with that, then it's just Sydney Riley. My website is www.sydneyriley.com, and that is where you can find me. Awesome. All right, well, Sydney, thank you so, so much for joining me today. It has been an absolute pleasure to share you and your music with our listeners. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person at the JMAs. It's going to be epic. Congratulations again yes. on your nominations. We'll keep our fingers crossed for a win. I will be cheering you on. Everyone, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to Mixing It. On behalf of all of us at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.